What's the vibe, y'all? This is another episode of Running Off the Screen. I am the man they call Mac, and thank you for joining me. Last week, we did a mini mock draft and had some analysis, and we went over my prediction for the Raptors' first round pick. There were mixed reviews in the comments. Some wanted Suggs. Some agreed with me uh, with my Kaminga pick and the reasoning behind it. But all in all, it was great to see everyone's viewpoints. And I really, really appreciated every, like each and every one. It was very great to see. Uh, now this episode, we will look into uh, some second round targets and potential draft sleepers. Uh, Raptors fans and I guess NBA fans know the type of success the Raptors have had poaching undrafted prospects. Uh, so giving our scouts 46th pick and the 47th pick in the 2021 NBA draft, it kind of feels like we're going to end up with a first round talent. <laughs> but just to remind you guys, Norman Powell was the 46th pick in his draft class. But as you could imagine, uh, it is very difficult to predict a team's second round options. A lot of variables go into who would actually be available. Uh, so to help us put some context and direction in my analysis, we will try to find trends that the front office followed in the team's past second round selections. Uh, referencing how players tested in their combine and no notably in the uh, past two draft. Then we will use that process to uh, towards the 2021 prospects uh, projected around our pick range. So in 2020, we selected Jalen Harris. And when it comes to the combine, Jalen Harris ranked third in the vertical leap with 42.5 inches, only behind Cassius Stanley and Tyler Bay. Jalen Harris also tested third in the lane agility and he tested fifth in the three quarter sprint. Harris was the only player in that year's draft class that attended the combine to be top 10 in every athletic event. In 2019, uh, we selected Dewan Hernandez. Uh, he tested fifth around, uh, among centers in lane agi agility, uh, tested second in shuttle run, second in uh, three-quarter sprint, second in vert. So it's pretty clear we've been targeting athletic standouts in the second round. Now, production and the interview process are no doubt an important factor as well but players who may be a little older but uh, have a good athletic base you can work with in developing rotational pieces has been the focus Jalen Harris has shown he can be an offensive weapon uh, my optimism as a Raptors fan hopes he can turn into a Lou Williams type of asset um, Unfortunately, Dewan couldn't stay healthy enough in his tenure for us to stay committed to his development. Uh, but we're, regardless, regardless, this seems like a very clever formula to find gems in the draft. 
And as for gems, I have four players in this year's draft that have raised their stock and could be available when the Raptors select in the second round. First up, I have Scotty Lewis. Hopefully some of you guys could remember he was projected uh, as a top 10 prospect coming out of high school. He's supposed to become a lockdown defender. Um, if I'm going to compare him to anyone, you could see him having a Tony Allen type of career. Uh, he's a 6'5 sophomore wing uh, from Florida. He averaged a block and a steal a game both seasons at Florida. Does not offer much offensively yet. So you are really drafting him strictly on his defense, his effort, and his hustle. Before the combine, he was projected to go in the 50-60 range and maybe undrafted. As far as his combine, he, worked, he ranked first in lane agility among all prospects. He tied for first in the three-quarter sprint among all prospects. He had the second highest vertical leap among forwards at 42 inches, and he was fourth uh, among all prospects. Next, we have AJ Lawson. He's a Canadian from Brampton, Ontario. A lanky, versatile scorer. Um, resembles PJ Dozier on the court. He's 6'6". He's a junior guard from South Carolina. Now, during the combine scrimmages, I watched one of the games. Actually, I watched all the games. But in one of the games he was in, he had 17 points, 7 boards, and 7 assists. And I believe he had 4 steals as well. He could be the biggest riser in the draft. Before the combine, he was projected to go in the 50 and 60 range as well. Now, he tied for first in the three-quarter sprint among all prospects. He was second among guards in the shuttle run. And he was fourth among guards in the max vert. Next to him, you see Joel Wieskamp. Very efficient scorer, or, or I should say a three-point shooter. Uh, he could be a poor man's uh, Duncan Robinson, but he also has some bounce to his game. He's a 6'6 junior guard at Iowa. Shot 46% from the three-point land this season at Iowa. But strangely, he had an off year at the free throw line. He shot 67%. He was almost 86% the previous year but uh, that's why I have some confidence in him bouncing back in that category before the combine again he was projected to go in the 50 to 60 range he tied uh, third no actually he was third among forwards in the vertical leap with 42 inches he was third in the lane agility and he was third in the three-quarter sprint Jericho Sims, probably the best overall athlete in the draft. He's a promising rim protector. Uh, looks a lot like young DeAndre Jordan with a little more quickness to his feet. Now he's a 6'10 senior center at Texas. Um, didn't have the most productive college career. This last year he had to play in a rotation that had Greg Brown and Kai Jones, both players who are ranked ahead of him in the draft. So before the combine, he was projected to go in the 40 to 54 range. 
Now he <laughs> he's an absolute beast. He he was first among centers in the vertical leap and second among every prospect in the combine. He was first among centers in lane agility and he was first in three quarter sprint. Now that vertical leap, he jumped 44 and a half inches at six foot 10 and probably 250. In regards to these results, there are about 70 players invited to the, to the uh, NBA combine. So obviously being ranked in the top five in multiple tests is an eye opener for any scouts evaluating. We have to keep in mind the Toronto Raptors only have four guaranteed contracts on their current roster with OG, Pascal, uh, Fred, well Van Vliet, and Malachi. So they have a variety of directions they could go with these draft picks. Personally, any combination of the prospects I mentioned makes sense with those two picks at 46 and 47, if they stick to their formula. But with that said, I have a list of maybe like 10 other prospects I wouldn't mind, which include EJ Onu, Josh Primo, Quentin Grimes, so the, the list can go on and on. If you were to ask me to commit to picking one of those four prospects, Jericho Sims would need to be the guy. A 6'10 center with a 7'3 wingspan and a 44 inch vertical and good lateral quickness. I don't care what his basketball IQ is. That's the least of my worries in this case. Maybe after a season or so with the Raptors 905 and extra invested time improving his free throw shooting, you could have your starting center for the next decade. Raptors are at their best when they switch from the three to the five on defense and Jericho Sims fits that style perfectly. There's a great crop of talent in this draft, so let me know what second round picks you find intriguing and I will jump back into the draft talk maybe after the draft workouts are completed maybe like closer to the draft day I'll see you again sometime next week please remember to like subscribe and raise the vibe peace